Welcome to A Lighter Life, Life with Less Baggage. Hi, I'm Julianne, and welcome to episode 20. Episode 20 is going to be all about the guilt trip, and I think that's highly relevant this time of year. So if you're listening to us at the time of recording, it's February, we're going into Valentine's week, and I bet for a lot of you, you're really feeling this theme, this week's theme, the guilt trip because you're realizing that you're not keeping up with your resolutions. This is about the time when most people fall off the kind of the wagon and you're feeling guilty about everything. You're feeling guilty about what you're eating. You're feeling guilty about not working out. Maybe you're feeling guilty about sitting in front of the couch. You know, we've talked about the, uh, the binge lifestyle, the binge TV lifestyle. So there's a lot of things you might be feeling guilty about, but yet you're not doing anything. You're just, other than feeling guilty about it, you're just sitting there kind of absorbing it, feeling bad all the time, but not changing your behaviors. And that's what the guilt trip is, right? You just sit there and beat yourself up. So here is what we're going to do about this piece of baggage. So either you have two choices, right? You can either change your behavior or you can change your thoughts. So if you're sitting there feeling bad about not working out or watching too much TV or eating bad, you can change that, right? You can decide to watch less TV You can decide to start working out, even if it's only for a few minutes, just to get past that guilt. And you could start to incorporate better food into your diet, right? These are all things you can do. If you choose not to do them, I'm not judging. You could certainly not do them, but stop feeling guilty about it. Decide that you've made a choice. I've chosen not to work out. Good. Live with it. Be happy with it. That's your choice. Rather than feeling guilty, you do more damage by feeling guilty about not working out than actually not working out. The stress that you put on your body, the negative self-talk that just goes on and on and on, does so much more damage to your health and your long-term mental state than the actual act of not eating healthy or not working out. So why are you doing it? So pick a choice. This is so easy, yet we all make this so hard. We choose to be miserable instead of picking behavior change or thought change, we decide to do neither and just feel miserable and talk about ourselves and beat ourselves up all the time. So if you remember a few episodes back, I talked about deciding to just let it go, to do nothing. And that meant not working out too, because I'd had this, you know, I have plans. I definitely want to lose weight. I definitely want to get in shape. You know, I'm in my late forties and I just feel like my body's not certainly the way it used to be. But rather than sit there and beat myself up about it, I just decided to let it go and not work up and not feel guilty about it. And then what happened was over probably a couple of weeks of not doing anything but feeling okay with it, I started to get a little bit more motivated. And then, okay, I kicked into some of my old habits. All right, I got a brand new planner and I started writing all these Tabata workouts and I was gonna do this and I was gonna do that. And after the first day of doing all the things I decided I was gonna do, it was way too much. And so I decided to back down, like, this is crazy. You're not going to be able to stick with this. And then you're going to be on that guilt trip of not checking off that box that said working out. And so I backed down. So again, behavior change. So I decided, you know, I still wanted to work out, but what I was doing wasn't going to work for me in the long term. And I was going to be back on the guilt trip. And that's not what I wanted. So if you find yourself picking something, you feel inspired to take an action. So you decide, okay, I'm going to go with the behavior change route. I'm going to take an action, but it doesn't fit and you find yourself snapping back into the guilt trip mode, stop and revamp what you were going to do. You're not gonna change yourself. You're not gonna change your habits. 
or any bad behaviors in a very short time. You're not going to build good behaviors in a very short time. You're not going to do it overnight. So get off the guilt trip and do it small. Do just enough to not feel guilty. So for me, I'm doing a 10 minute yoga sequence. I've always, always, always wanted to learn how to do a split. And I got really close before and then I kind of dropped it. So this time I'm like, okay, 30 days, February 4th, I started every single day. I'm doing a 10 minute yoga sequence. So I feel great because I'm finally going after something I've always wanted to do, but I'm also doing enough that I feel like I'm working out. I'm doing something for my body. So no, it's not a cardio workout by any means, but it's certainly a good stretching workout and it's got a little bit of strength training in it. So it's 10 minutes. It's doable. I've been able to do it every single day without fail because I know it's only 10 minutes. So there's no guilt. I feel good. So there is how you can do it. So if you want to do a behavior change about what you're eating, pick one thing and do it. So I, I'm doing smoothies this month. And so I always had a smoothie in the morning anyway, but I decided to add a second smoothie and I started to really supercharge them. And I have all these great ingredients that I'm putting in there now, things that I wouldn't normally eat, things like spinach, um, matcha powder, you know, a lot of really good um, ingredients. So I'm getting healthy, but all I'm doing is drinking a smoothie that tastes really good and it's crowding out some of the bad foods. So again, it's a behavior change I feel great about, but it's so insanely easy. You know, making a smoothie takes what? maybe a minute to throw all my ingredients in, hit the blend button, and maybe a minute to clean up. So two minutes and I'm doing something healthy. Isn't that a whole lot better than saying, oh, I'm gonna make these healthy home-cooked meals every night and they take you 30, 40 minutes to prep, then you eat and then you got another 10, 15 minutes of cleanup. What a mess. Two minutes and I feel good. So there's no excuse. You can make a behavior change and you can make it simple and you can get off the guilt trip. But if you don't want to make the behavior change, that's okay too. Just make it okay in your head. Don't sit there and say, I'm going to still feel bad about it, but I'm not going to do anything because that gets you nowhere. So if you've decided that you're not going to do whatever it is that's bugging you, let it go. Get up every morning and say, I choose to let it go today. I choose to not work out or I choose to watch TV. If you're going to watch TV, find something beneficial about it. You know, maybe you're going to start writing and you're going to use TV as an inspiration. So I'm choosing to watch TV so I can become a better short story writer or I can write a better blog post or whatever it is. Find a positive angle to something that you're doing that you feel guilty about. Look for an upside to it. Or, you know, one, one thing I know a friend of mine did, every time the commercials came on, he did something. He did push-ups, sit-ups, whatever. So if you're going to watch TV and you want to feel okay about it, then sneak in something. You know, I love doing, um, I don't know what the official word is, but raising up on your toes. So getting up so that you're kind of on your tippy toes and calf raises, I guess that's the official name. I do calf raises and they are an awesome workout and they take you no time at all. So if you're watching TV or if you're eating a junk food that you really wanted to eat, do some calf raises during the commercial breaks or while you're eating something that you don't want to eat or while you're making it. If you're making yourself an ice cream sundae, do some calf raises before you eat it. Whatever it takes, get off this guilt trip. So again, the mental stuff that you're doing to yourself, the mental damage with all that self-talk is dragging you down. And the ice cream might not have been as harmful as the fact that you just keep beating yourself down and then all day long you make bad choices because you feel bad about yourself and you feel like you need to punish yourself. So, oh, I ate that ice cream, so now I'm just gonna sit on the couch and do nothing because I already screwed up my whole day. You get up the next morning, you're like, I already screwed up the whole week, so I'm going to make bad choices all week because what difference does it make? 
And then, all right, the whole month of, you know, the whole first week of February stinks, so I'm just going to keep on being bad all month. It just self-perpetuates all this negative talk and it spins into other things. Well, if I'm a bad eater, then I have no willpower and that's why I can't do the right things at work or I can't keep my house clean or I can't pay my bills on time. You just keep spiraling and spiraling. So it seems like a simple thing, this guilt trip, but it feeds and feeds and feeds until your whole life is sucked into a single guilt trip. Where if you start to change that, you start to let it go, however you need to do it, some of that negative chatter starts to go away. And then you can start crowding it out with some other good things. So one of the things I've done, I have a, a planner. I got really excited about buying a new planner this year. And I have so many little habits that I'm starting that it crowds out the ability to watch TV. And that was one of my goals this year was I just wanted to watch less TV. But if I'm sitting there with nothing to do, then I'll turn on the TV. So I have so much to do. I have little, you know, I like checking boxes. For me, that's something that clicks. So I have to read. I have to meditate. I have to do my yoga. I have to do diff different breathing exercises. I want to sit in the hot tub as much as possible. So by the time I check off all those boxes, my night's pretty full. And then when I sit down to finally read, you know, it's going for 7.30, 8 o'clock. I read for a little bit. I start to feel tired. And I don't feel like turning on the TV. And before you know it, I'm up into bed. So find tricks like that. And for me, yes, I go to bed early. So it's a little easier for me. But I also get up very, very early. So find those tricks. What works for you to stop this guilt trip? start this negative chatter in your head. It's so important and this will pay off dividends in all kinds of areas of your life because once you stop beating yourself over your weight or over your fitness level, then you can start to feel good about some other things. And just like the negative the self-talk spirals down, positive self-talk can really start to feel good in other areas. You'll start to feel energy even when you don't have any. You'll be like, oh, you know, I, I made this choice. I did this 10 minute, you know, Tabata's great. Do a 10 minute Tabata workout. It's really simple. You don't even work up a sweat. You're done. And then you can feel good the rest of the day. And then when you go to make a, a choice for your meals, maybe you say, okay, you know, I feel good. I did that workout. I'm not going to choose to eat, you know, a whole candy bar. Instead, I'm going to have a bite and put it in the freezer and I'll have some more tomorrow. I don't know, whatever it is for you. But you, it starts to spiral upward and that's even better. So that's like the happy trip. And that's the trip we all want to go on, right? So why are you spending your time on this negative self-talk and on these guilt trips? And another aspect of guilt trips is the guilt that you feel like everyone else is dumping on you, right? So you've got the guilt trip of you, yourself, but then you have the guilt trip of your family or your friends. So when you make a choice, you decide you're going to make a behavior change and other people are affected by your behavior change, they start to give you the guilt trip, right? So you decide, okay, I'm going to eat healthy. Like for me, I'm having these smoothies at dinner. And so I'm not eating dinner, I'm having a smoothie. So you get the guilt trip from the family. Oh, you're not cooking dinner tonight? I'm like, no. You're all perfectly capable of going in the kitchen and making yourself a dinner. You wanna eat, there's the kitchen. But this guilt trip of not providing for them. I don't wanna be in the kitchen. I spent my two minutes making my, my um, smoothie, I'm done. So I have other things I wanna to get to tonight. You know, I've gotta meditate, I've gotta like, do my yoga. Like I said, I have all these things I've got. So my kids are old enough um, and my husband's certainly capable of boiling water and making pasta. So that's how I've kind of found that there's this whole second layer of guilt trip is that your family starts to dump on you. When you make a behavior change, either they're gonna be inspired by you or they're gonna feel a little bit threatened and a little bit fearful and they're gonna dump on you. And they don't do it out of meanness, but their guilt trip is not your guilt trip. You're getting off the guilt trip. So when they start to do that, 
and they start to bug you because you've made either a behavior change or you've made a thought change. If you're okay with not working out and they're looking at you like, why are you sitting on the couch? Why aren't you getting up and doing something with me? You have to be prepared for that. You have to have an answer for that. You have to say, you know, this is my choice and I'm comfortable with it. So why is it bothering you so much? And let them go on their own guilt trip all by themselves. You don't need to take a ride with them. And maybe, just maybe, they'll start to feel inspired. Because the other day I was doing my thing and I finished my yoga and I, you know, you kind of see on my planner all these boxes that I'm filling up, checking off. And all of a sudden there's my daughter putting on her winter hat. She's like, me and dad are going for a run. And it's like, I don't know, 10 degrees outside and off they went. But like they felt inspired. So it went from giving a guilt trip to me to kind of rubbing off on them a little bit. And they went out for a run. So you might wind up helping people by getting off your own guilt trip. You might help them get off of theirs. So you've got everything to gain by kind of packing your bags and say, I'm done with this guilt trip. I'm off it. And it's February. The year is not gone. You haven't blown it. You can reset any time you want. If you listen to this in June, July, August, doesn't matter. You can still hit the reset button and you can still feel good and get off the guilt trip. Today is just as good as any other day to either change your behavior or change your thoughts. So I'd love to hear what you're thinking. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear what your behaviors are changing. So leave me a comment. Otherwise, get out there and do something. Even if it's do nothing, feel good about the choice that you're making. Write down in your journal, make sure you're explaining to yourself and that you're feeling good to yourself. You're the only one you need to please. Everyone else can go on and do their, mind their own business and do their thing. You matter to you. Make the changes that make you happy and live with them and be happy about them. Those are own your choices, you don't own them. Don't be, say because of this, because of that. Don't make excuses. Own your choices. If you decide not to work out and not to eat healthy, that's fine. Own it. This is a choice I'm making and I'm happy about it, period. So I wish you all the best of luck and we'll see you next week.